It's the show after the show. This is the After 9 Podcast with Scott and Kat. <sighs> Are you okay? No, I'm tired. <laughs> I had election coverage yesterday. That's right. Okay. Well, not election coverage. Um, it's just for my own personal... Coverage in your living room. Enjoyment. I love it. Well, people did enjoy it, though. I gotta say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what? On I mean, Twitter, right? Like people were retweeting you like crazy and stuff like that, weren't they? They were, and, and that was good. It's just the election itself was a little bit weird. Um, we'll come back to that. First off, hi everybody. Welcome to an After Nine podcast. Hello, and thank you so much for either finding us maybe for the very first time. We appreciate you, or subscribing. We appreciate that too. Hit that subscribe button. Real easy. Hit subscribe. You'll get future episodes delivered to you as soon as we post them. Great way to get them. Um, in the next podcast, we've got to talk about that facial that, that I did yesterday. Because as a guy, it sounds really weird to say I got a facial. Because you can, I think most people understand that a facial is where you go and, and get your face skin all taken care of and stuff. But there's <laughs> Your face skin taken care of? <laughs> well, this is what they did yesterday. Help me with my face skin. <laughs> but uh, there, there's another connotation. And if, it sounds, if you look up facial in Urban Dictionary and boom. It's, yeah, it's not, it's not what happens in a spa. Well, some spas though, some spas, it does happen. And I use the term spa loosely. Mm-hmm. The ones with the neon lights that flash right in the front. Right. Or the ones that with the that windows. open extended hours? <laughs> the ones where the windows are all blacked out? Right. Right, right, right. I don't right. think they do facials there. You don't think so? I don't think I they think do. You can re- I thought, oh, sorry, I was under the impression you could request anything you wanted and it just depended on the price tag. Am I wrong? I wouldn't know. I think we'll come back to that it's in the next just podcast. happy endings. I, yeah, I mean, for the most part, that's what you're there for is the happy ending. Now, how- Why couldn't you add to that? A happy ending on the face skin. I mean, <laughs> everything's got a price, I okay, assume. I'm just but saying, if they're we'll, going to pay for one thing, you could pay for another. We'll come back to that. All right. Next podcast, we're talking facials. In the meantime, there's <laughs> Don't your Don't listen, Mom. Stop listening. <laughs> Look it up. Um, okay, so the election was yesterday. Election 43. People are pissy today. They really are. Man, people are pissy on social. I'm avoiding social media for the rest of the day. I did it because we have to. We do a morning show for those that don't know, so we engage with people a lot on social media, and I would say 50% of the interactions were fantastic. The other 50%, people were just pissed off. Well, I'll say it the way it is, because now everybody's voted, and and I hate the thought of influencing anyone, because I don't want to influence anyone. I'd like people to vote for the reasons that they like to vote. But I will say, there were liberals that were very, very all over social media leading up to this election and they're silent now. And I think they're just trying to avoid the backlash because this election was very much decided in Toronto. Toronto has so many seats and it's only because of its population. Geography-wise, Toronto is not as big as all of Alberta or all of Saskatchewan or all of Manitoba or even all of British Columbia, but it still has a lot of seats. And because all of those seats in Toronto went liberal, the liberals won the election. Now, they were... They were down. I mean, they're 13 ridings short of a majority and they lost 20 ridings overall. That's really bad. That's bad. In fact, if Justin Trudeau hadn't had a strong minority government, he probably should have stepped down after last night. But he's in a position now where a couple of things. Number one, he got enough seats that it's a strong minority. He doesn't need a ton of help to get his agenda through. And also... The other parties are broke. The NDP spent every penny they had on this election. They're not going to bring down the government anytime soon because they can't afford to have another election. Trudeau's going to be in power for a while, a couple of years 
for sure. Any of those people stepping down that you could see stepping down? Like, what is your prediction on that? I mean, Jagmeet Singh, people, Jagmeet Singh, people really like him. And he's, but he's he still didn't riding get the results? that. No. In fact, the NDP lost all but one of their ridings in Quebec. They ended up with 24 total. That's a loss of 15 ridings. It must be a difficult thing for them to figure out, though. And I said them because I mean, like him and his team of like, do I stick this out and do I hope for the best and hope that some word got out? But by the next election, I got this in the bag. Or do I say, fuck this? I'm probably not going to have it. Let's let someone else step forward. It's probably a very difficult decision or thing to, to realize, right? Here's the thing if Jugmeet Singh decided, you know what, this federal politics thing isn't for me. I'm going to go back to the provincial NDP and run against Doug Ford because that election will happen probably before the next federal election. Yeah, yeah. He'd probably be the next premier of Ontario. Yeah. Based on what's happening out there today. Uh, Jugmeet did two things wrong. He endorsed Justin Trudeau by saying that he'd be open to a coalition. So that hurt him. And he lost a lot of seats, so he probably should step down. Political junkie Scott, let me ask you this, because this is something I do not know. So we had the advanced polls, and they all said, oh, it was crazy, so many people advanced polls. Do, is there a way, or would they tell us the number of people, or did they even tally those votes? Did they tally them all in the same night? What I'm trying to ask is... Would we know if Jugmeet Singh was ahead before that shit went down? Because that happened before, after the advanced polls. We would know if we used electronic voting machines. We don't know now because they just sealed the boxes or they left them sealed and counted but, everything on see, election day. They, should, they shouldn't do it that way. They should count the advance because then you'll know, even as a party member, if you fuck around with the, you know news stories and whatnot, you put out what you want to put out there, will it affect your vote or not? It's kind of like a way to do some research. Well, this is the same reason they don't publish polls the day of the election because they don't want people to vote strategically. Right. And it would sway people. In fact, I was a little upset that last night they were publishing uh, results when the West Coast ballot hadn't even closed. They were still voting in BC Mm -hmm. when we already Mm -hmm. knew how the Maritimes had decided. Yeah. It's kind of frustrating that they do that, but the geography of a big country dictates that we can't have people up until three o'clock in the morning to find out who their new government is going to be. So I get it. They also make it a made-for-TV event for the big TV networks. However, um, yes, technically Jugmeet Singh probably should step down. I mean, he lost a lot of seats and the coalition thing was part of it. He'd have a great career in Ontario politics if he wanted to do it. Andrew Scheer should absolutely step down. Uh, Lisa Raitt is the MP for Milton. Sorry, was the MP for Milton. And Lisa's great. I've introduced her at many, many, many events and I've uh, hung out with her socially. And she is an incredibly likable and personable woman. Smart lady too. You've met, met her, her actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She, uh, that's a real big loss. And it really bugs me that Trudeau ran the biggest star candidate he's got against Lisa Raitt. And- For a feminist prime minister, yeah, I'm going to sound a little partisan here. I know, I get it, but hear me out. For a feminist prime minister, arguably the three most effective women in the House of Commons were Jane Philpott, Jody Wilson-Raybould, and Lisa Raitt. Lisa Raitt is the one who was on the ethics committee representing the conservatives going after Justin Trudeau. Lisa Raitt was that strong, effective woman's voice in the House of Commons that held Justin Trudeau to account. She was good at it. He didn't like it at all. So uh, Trudeau got rid of Jane Philpott and Jody Wilson-Raybould. Fortunately, Jody won, although Jane Philpott lost her seat. This is a woman who some people felt could lead the Liberal Party someday. 
she's gone. No more spot in the House of wow, Commons because eh? Trudeau kicked her out. And now Lisa Raitt, she had to run against an Olympic gold medalist, Adam Vancouverton. And I don't know Adam. I've never met him. He's now my member of parliament. So I suppose I should get to know him and see what he has to say. He seems like a nice enough guy. But I thought it was really weird that the prime minister targeted Lisa specifically mm-hmm. to get rid of her. He put the best he had up against Lisa Raitt and took her down by 5,000 votes, which isn't a lot considering the population's over 100,000. Sure. But I'm also looking at the voter turnout, 66%. And they say because of Jugmeet Singh, a lot of younger people went out and voted. Well, I, that's all well and good, but I have a feeling a lot of those younger people are feeling somewhat disenfranchised right now because their guy didn't just lose, he lost bad. Mm-hmm. And young people were organized. They were like, all right, we're going out to vote and we're going to take over the polling stations and we're going to register to vote and register our friends to vote. All for nothing. In fact, they ended up worse off than they were. So I'm really not sure democracy had a great service done. The party that lost the popular vote won in the seat count, and they now have a very strong minority government. The conservatives had the popular vote. They won it by a quarter of a million people, and they're not in power. Yeah. And a lot of people, and that's our parliamentary system, and there's not necessarily anything wrong with it. Personally, I'd like to see the system change a little bit, but um, there's a lot of people who will have a hard time processing that, that the person who got the most votes didn't win. Sure. That the person who... Like it or not, uh, Trudeau supporters, liberals, I know you guys hate discussing this, but Trudeau was twice found guilty of violating ethics laws, and he's been rewarded with an extended term. I mean, that's tough for a lot of people to process. So I get the anger that's happening on social media right now. It is very, very frustrating. It's... uh, the system we have and no it's not perfect but i think right now the biggest service that justin trudeau could do is try and re-engage people because there's a lot of people that are upset about what happened yesterday and not just because their person lost but because of some of the obvious contradictions we all follow loosely american politics Mm -hmm. there's a lot of liberals who are saying donald trump is not legitimately the president of the united states because he lost the popular vote hillary won the popular vote Well, now those same people are having that rule work to their advantage because Justin Trudeau lost the popular vote yesterday, but he is the prime minister and that's the way the system works. So I don't imagine there's going to be a lot of concessions. I don't imagine there's going to be a lot of people saying, oh, maybe I was wrong. They're just going to prefer to let all this die down before they jump back on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. I think if anything, we can all agree that we're glad that at least it's over a little bit, regardless of who you were rooting for or what the results were, can we all be glad that at least I just hate the bullshit that surrounds it. I don't like people bringing it up. Yesterday after we left um, the spa, I went to another spa to get my nails done. The manicurist actually asked me who I voted for, which I thought was so awkward. Okay, why? Like, don't, isn't that a personal question? It to is me, a personal... It, it's, it's a personal question. I mean, yeah, it, it's a personal question, but... I think... I was so uncomfortable in that moment. I thought, you shouldn't be asking people that. (laughs) And and you know what? There's easy ways to avoid that. You can just say... I did. I said, I think they're all assholes. That that was my answer. I said, well, to be honest with you, I think they're all assholes, so it doesn't matter who you pick because that was my easy way out. Mm. But anyway, I thought that that was weird and awkward. But at least all of that talk that surrounds it, A, the talk, and B, the advertising and the bullshit 
attack ads that I cannot stand that are taking over not just the TV. It used to just be a TV or a radio situation. Now it's all over everything, social media especially. It's fucking everywhere. So I'm glad that's over with. And I think, I hope, we can all agree that that's gone now. It's gone. For now. And you won't see any ads for a while because all the parties blew their wad. They don't have any money. The conservatives had the most money going into this election. And I'd like to think that they kept a little in the bank knowing that this would be a minority situation. And if we had to go and vote again next week, the conservatives could probably put up another plane and they could probably buy more ads. I don't know about the other parties. I'm really Mm -hmm. not sure that they could. But anyway, um, this election was ugly and... It all comes down to leadership. And I don't think that anybody looked at any of those leaders that were up there, with the exception maybe of Jugmeet Singh, because I understand that he inspired a lot of people. Jugmeet Singh ran the exact same campaign that Justin Trudeau ran in 2015. Hope, you don't have to settle for this. There is a new way forward, positive vision. So maybe we'll take him out of the equation. There's a lot of people that don't like Justin Trudeau as their leader. There's a lot of people that may have voted conservative, but just could not get behind Andrew Scheer. There's a lot of people who might consider voting green, but for whatever reason, I'm not even sure why, but they think Elizabeth May is a lunatic. So, okay, it's time to get new leaders across the board. If Christian Freeland, I like Christian Freeland a lot as a liberal and as a strong, confident female member of parliament, if she were leading the liberal party, it would have been a massive majority again, possibly bigger than Trudeau's majority running against Andrew Scheer. Having said that, if Andrew Scheer weren't running the conservative party, if Lisa Raitt, who did run against Scheer and lost, if she were leading the conservatives, you'd probably see a conservative majority government this morning. Not only would she have won her seat, it's amazing, right now she's not even in parliament. Had she won the leadership, she'd probably be waking up as the prime minister this morning. And that's just the way it works. But can I just say... I am ready for a woman prime minister in this country and it pisses Preach. me off. It pisses me off that yeah. at every turn we but take we seem to take every step possible to make sure that there's not and it drives me crazy. I I think as a woman I appreciate that but at the same time I I will say I didn't vote for a woman mm. when I went in there. Okay. And it, and because I don't want to pick someone based on their gender. It's the same uproar that people had when Justin Trudeau wanted to make sure that in his cabinet he had as equal of amount of women to men. Now I appreciate that, but I also think that the best person for the job is the best person for the job regardless of regardless of if you have a vagina or a penis. Well, and I'm glad you said that cuz I'd like to clarify and make a distinction here. It's not that I feel we need a woman prime minister. It's as I look at the options that are out there, In every single scenario, New Democrat, liberal, conservative, green, every one of those options is a woman. Pick a party, I'll tell you who should be leading them, and I don't think in one of those cases it's a guy this time. Yeah. I think there should have been four female candidates running. The only party that got it right and elected the perfect leader for them was the Bloc, and it worked for them. What did the Bloc get? Uh, They went in with 10 seats and came out with 32. They hold the balance of power. This is a a party that Mm -hmm. wants nothing more than to separate Quebec from Canada, holds the balance of power in Parliament, and it's freaking crazy to me. It's pretty incredible that 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 happened. It's so surreal. I just, I can't even process in a lot of ways what happened with that election last night. It's very, very frustrating. But uh, listen, if, if you voted, great. If you didn't vote, Waking up this morning and see how it turned out? Nah, I don't blame you. I really don't. I know there was that big push and everybody was all over Facebook. I voted. Did you vote? And, and people were like, hey, you got to get out and vote. 
there's a lot of people that voted yesterday that woke up so frustrated this morning that they'll probably never vote again. Maybe, maybe it's tainted them. <laughs> like, maybe. If, if there was ever an election that you could skip, it was probably this one. And, Here, and I don't say that lightly because I do believe it's our responsibility to vote. And I do believe that we have earned the right as a country to have our democracy and to vote. But based on the results, yeah, mm-hmm. you know what? Maybe I would have liked that half hour of my day back because <laughs> I'm certainly not yeah. happy with the outcome. Yeah. I'm really not. Yeah. But anyway, um, this is the parliament that we have. So there you go. We do Missed Connections Mondays and Fridays at 7.45 here on 91.5 The Beat. So right now it is an encore presentation, the podcast debut of yesterday's Missed Connections. We'll have another podcast coming out soon. And like we said, we're going to talk about facials. Hit that subscribe button. No, we're actually going to talk about facials. I know, I know. Both? (laughs) Both facials, yeah. Both both kinds? Okay. Yep. Hit that subscribe button, everybody. Leave us a review if you want, and we will see you again soon. We're going to tell you the stories of Missed Connections. These are people looking for other people, and they can't find them. So they told the story online, hoping the other person would see it, someone would recognize it. I play the piano live through the whole thing. It's pretty impressive, by the way, that you can still do that. One hand, right? Wow. First one is called Mystery Girl. Man for woman. My friends have a bet that it never happened. So please come to my rescue, Mystery Girl. You were smoking hot. Like a model, the curvy kind. Dark hair, green eyes. Yes, I was drinking, heavily, but I'd never forget that face. We hit it off, and I did get a photo with you, but it's so blurry. We hooked up back at my place. When I woke up, you were gone. You left the fridge door open. (laughs) What a dick move. And my window, too. Ah. Just trying to get the whole place cold. Unfortunately, my cat is also gone. Oh. Well, that's terrible. (laughs) But for you... But for you, I have forgiveness. My buds think I'm lying. They think we never hooked up. Your name is Rachel, Rochelle, something like that. Please confirm it happened so I can continue you to boast and get you back in my life. Why would you want back the woman in your life who let your cat go and left your fridge and window open? Just curious. Just curious. This is funny. He's not even looking for a relationship. He just wants bragging rights. Yeah. Guys, I swear, I hooked up with this girl. No, no, it happened, man. No, I'll find her. She'll she'll tell you. She left out the window. Why is the what's what's wrong with the front door? Seems like the hamburglar, right? (laughs) Grab some food and go. Are you sure your crap's not missing? Like, did you check everything? Is your wallet there? Guys, great hookup. She robbed me blind and let my cat go. Bye. <laughs> it was so hot, though. So hot, though, guy. It's been so long that I just, I got to tell somebody about this. Mans, it was so good. Mans was so happy. Hey, Rachel, you're a biatch. <laughs> what, if, what did you do? What, what did a you terrible take, thing to what do. Did you, like, take, take something from the fridge? She just took a piece of something from the fridge and then pieced out out the window. Sounds like it, yeah. Who does that? Well, I'm going to strongly suggest that a guy in his particular situation, living the bachelor life, probably had a nice series of condiments and beer in the fridge. That's about all he had. Is your ketchup still there? (laughs) (laughs) This guy's not worth anything, but I'll take this mustard. By the way, does he live in an apartment or something? Did you check to make sure that nobody was found on the... Sidewalk below. I mean... Yeah. 
A woman and a cat mysteriously ended up on the sidewalk today. <laughs> this one's called a red... Your cat left because it doesn't <laughs> want to live with somebody who's that stupid. <laughs> That's what happened. Please take me with you, meow. It's called I read that all wrong. This one, it's a man for woman. I feel really bad. We struck up a conversation waiting for our deli meat at the counter on Tuesday night. You were beautiful. The deli meat conversation. Okay, here we go. Short, dark hair, pink coat, and a sweet smile. You were shopping with your two kids, and I was with my son. We both joked about how we just love shopping with children. We joked about it quite a bit. I realize now it was in poor taste that I joked about my wife. I told you everything at home was a mess, but it's cheaper to keep her. <laughs> How do you get to that level of conversation? Not only How long were they slicing your meat? Getting some prosciutto and some capicola. You know, my wife's a real piece of work. It's a mess You know what reminds me of that piece of ham? My wife. <laughs> It was a foolish thing to say. In front of your kids! Something I usually say with the buddies. It caught you off guard, and I understand you didn't want to talk much after that. You ordered your smoked ham and something else and left abruptly. I wanted to say sorry, and hopefully you'll understand. No, you ruined it. No. Sorry, you my friend. It. When you get real personal, while you're waiting for the spicy salami to come over in the bag... That That is not okay. You know, if I divorce my wife, I can't afford the cured meats. See, so it's cheaper to keep her. I can keep having my cured meats. <laughs> Aren't kids the worst? She doesn't even cook, so I have to go over there and get a bun and make a sandwich in the car. Plus, cheaper to keep her. <laughs> By the way, you single there? Look at you. You got some kids and stuff. I see that's okay. <laughs> We good? What is this background? What, is, no what accent is that? You know, I think the only wrong thing wrong with me is I talk a little too much to strangers. <laughs> it's remarkable that that was his opening line. That was his move. You know, my wife, it's cheaper to keep her, but I mean, holy cow. She's the worst. <laughs> you want to go off sometime? <laughs> I'm throwing in Montana. Ha, ha, ha.